episode 115. Are you going through the discomfort or avoiding it? Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified life, weight, and triathlon coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in losing weight and gaining lasting health. I love helping others improve their food and exercise and get the results they want. And along the way, they become mentally and physically tough. It's a wild and fun ride, and I can't wait for you to be a part of it. Let's go. Hello, my fun friends. How are you? How's everyone's summer day going? What are you up to? Have you been at the pool? Have you been outside? Been working? Actually, was at the pool today doing some laps, and I um, I still can't currently use my legs when I'm flipping. Oh, well, I can't do flip turns, and I can't kick my legs, so I do this weird turn at the pool deck and come back around, and <laughs> I get water in my nose. So sorry if I sound kind of nasal, but it is fun. We have an, um, a neighborhood pool where I can swim outdoor, which is so much better than swimming indoor, because I, <laughs> when I first started back to swimming with the pool buoy, since I can't move my legs, it gets so cold in the indoor pool, so this is really nice that I don't freeze. So that's been happening, and my whole podcast is going to be what happened, like how we had our weekend last weekend, so I'm going to dive into that in a second. But um, just fun stuff happening inside Team Elevate. I am amazed by the women that get out there, push themselves, whether it's in their exercise. So I've had a lot of our my Team Elevate members are getting PRs in their 10K, in their half marathons, in their half Ironmans, all the fun stuff. And then I have women who are working on their food and really trying to really see a difference, make a difference in what they eat, which that will change in every that will change every area of their life. And they're working so hard. I'm so proud of them. And for the ones that are just working on themselves to better their relationships, I applaud you because that is the work to be done to have a better life. So that's the discomfort that we're going to talk about. But it's how it's going to um, lead me into our topic today is um, my family came out here, well, all my sister-in-laws, minus one, so five of my sister-in-laws and my sister came out here, and just back up a little bit, in January, I wanted to do a Spartan race, so for Team Elevate, we do team events, we have retreats, which we do the incline, and we've done ski trips, but I, after we got home from our ski trip, I was really wanting to do more events for the team. So I wanted everyone to do a Spartan race, and I got most of my sister-in-laws to sign up and some friends around here to sign up. And I was super excited. I'd seen the Spartan. I did a whole podcast on the Spartan race that I saw that was like so inspiring and changed mm, the way I saw things in my life. That experience definitely changed, had, had a new trajectory for me, and I started doing some weights. All the things that happened back in October, then in January, I wanted everyone to do it, so Everyone got signed up. I got signed up. So my kids signed up. Some of my nieces and nephews signed up in January. February, I have my accident. March, I'm told I can't do any kind of racing after I get my surgery. So everyone comes out here on Thursday night. People all flew in. And then so Friday, we boated all day, and I can't boat. So I just watched everyone, and I will talk about all these different things in a second. I'm just leading up to something. And I watched everyone, and then we did pedicures, which is fun. And then we were all talking on Friday night. Everyone's getting ready for the race, and I was not planning on doing it. But then I just, my brother and my husband were talking, and I was like, I'm just going to wear my knee brace. 
And I won't do the obstacles, but I'm just going to run, walk the course. I thought it was going to be more like a, just a regular road 10K. <laughs> I didn't realize that. But anyways, I decided to do with all of them, all my sister-in-laws and sister, and then my kids did in, my niece and nephews, and then, like I said, a few friends. And I, when I got there, I showed up and put on my, you know, you, you wore a headband for the Spartan race, and it was kind of a weird feeling because I've never really shown up to a race when I'm not really going to race it. Well, not even not race it. Like, I wasn't going to do half the stuff. So it was a really interesting experience, and it really got me thinking because I got to the start line, and I'm at a Spartan race in a huge knee brace, which if you guys listened to my podcast and prior podcast, having a brace to me was just a really humbling experience and a very, like, for me, like, I was judging my own self being like that I'm weak and that I can't do anything. But this time around, I showed up at the race with a knee brace, and I'm like, this is going to be the thing that's going to keep me safe and I'm going to be able to do what I want to do with this brace. So I kind of had to 180 with what the brace meant to me because I don't have to wear the brace now. So I showed up and all my sister-in-laws were super tough, my sister, and they were all ready to go. And I had planned on just watching them and and my kids, but um, when I decided to do it and show up, then the race was totally different for me. And I I started in the back and then everyone started running, and I can only run walk, so then I was the last one to be, like, after everyone took off, I was the last one going, and then throughout the race, like, I had sunglasses on, and I was, like, crying and happy at the same time, so just, it was, again, another humbling experience to be in a different position than I'd been in before, and I I know prior races that I've done, I've never done a Spartan, but other races when I'd see people in braces or people that, um, like amputees or anything like that, that have had, you know, that aren't just a normal racer. You're just like so inspired by them and you're just so grateful they're out there. And it was weird to be on the flip side for people to be like, Oh, you go girl. I'm so proud of you for being out here with this brace. And everyone was so nice, but it was like a lot of, um, I was watching what my head was doing just unintentionally a lot of the times, which, that's probably why a lot of the tears were coming, which I guess they're a little bit coming right now because um, it's amazing what life, you know, how life comes at you. And I like got done, which I'll tell you about the whole week and I'm not just going to skip all the stuff, but I got done with the race and super happy for all my sister-in-laws and sister and my sister won her age group. My daughter won her age group and my sister-in-laws, they ended up placing a couple places down and they did a lot of the obstacles and I, I genuinely was so happy for them and I actually got to see them during the race and I got to cheer them on and they were so nice when they saw me. And then afterwards, my daughter said, are you happy you did the race? My youngest daughter. And I was like, yeah, I was more happy than sad, but still sad some of the time, which that's going to be what we're going to talk about today is how to get through the discomfort instead of avoiding the discomfort. And discomfort is a spectrum of things, you know, but oftentimes we try to like avoid the sadness or we try to like avoid that stuff that it's hard, you know, the anguish or for me, I was trying to, I don't know what it was. I was just trying a little bit. I, I didn't avoid it, but starting the race, I definitely had to choose courage over doubt and just choosing to be humble that I was going to be out there with people that in my, in my, prior days, I guess, I think I could have, I mean, I could have 
obviously not been the very, very back, but that wasn't what was going to happen on that day. And so I um, chose to go through the discomfort instead of going around it and avoiding it. And I went right into the race. And I think that sometimes that's what we try to do is, is we try to see how we can get around it. But in doing that, we complicate a lot more and we don't just understand how to go through it. And that's what I really want us to understand today. And it's been kind of a theme, even this whole weekend. So that race happened and it was beautiful. And that's what kind of got everyone together. But we ended up making it be a sister and sister-in-law's weekend. And the special thing was, is that my mom, she had planned to do a girl's trip in November of 2019. And she passed away in September of 2019. So it was really awesome that we all got to be together. And that's why I think the topic for today is how to get through discomfort is because this, this whole weekend, as we boated and we did nails and pedicures and we ate and um, did the race, we went swimming, hot tubbing, all this stuff. The theme I think that, and I'm hoping everyone saw is that like life allows us to have experiences that bring up discomfort. And what, what my coach always says, Brooke Castillo is um, discomfort is a currency to your dreams. And so learning how to do that and how to stay in it and go through it instead of trying to avoid it, resist it, get away from it is really a huge key and an essence to really changing. And since all my sister-in-laws are awesome, but they're inside team elevate and my sister, like that's how we really elevate. And in elevating that is getting as closest to our dreams is what we really want. And so this weekend, as we did all these things and we shared some really special and tender conversations. And if we're honest, most people, unless you're trying to avoid or resist, you're going through something that's discomforting, something that's uncomfortable, right? That we're getting in the discomfort zone. But I, I saw this in my sister-in-laws and even in my daughter that's in the DR that there's hard things they're going through. And I mean, I'm, I'm not a miss from that because I'm recovering and whether I talk about it a lot or not talking about it a lot or whatever, however you want to assess that is definitely another layer of me unpeeling who I am and figuring out how to handle that discomfort that has been brought into my life. And so I think that the thing I want to help us see and just a few tips that I'd like to offer that I've seen through my clients, that I've seen through myself, is how to really do this and there's still going to be so much uncertainty. That's the thing a lot of us want to grab onto is the certainty. And certainty comes if we stay inside our comfort zone. The certainty would be for me not to go do the race and just stay home or just go and support and not have to, you know, have be humbled or be sad that I can't be racing or discouraged or any of the things or scared. I was coming down this really steep mountain and I was so scared because I did have my brace on. But, um, you know, if you slip... It could have set me back, but um, I was, I just kind of took a different path. It wasn't the main path. It wasn't as slick and wasn't as like uh, the rocks weren't so slippery anyways, but I decided to go through that. And I, I want to offer this, this thought to everyone is that, you know, we only have this one life to go through. And, you know, when we were all together this weekend, our mom and their mother-in-law was her presence was very much felt and knowing that she already lived her life and she no longer gets to live currently on this life, I think is really inspiring to all of us to 
knowing that we just get this one life like and, and let's live it while we can and so if if that's the case and we're going to live it I think living to me is being alive and that's feeling all the emotions. And so doing that, that is being willing to go through the discomfort is not numbing to the good and the bad. So you can't numb just to the bad and not get the good. So if you're willing to go through the discomfort, all those feelings that come with that, then you're willing to live the biggest life. You're willing to try things. You're willing to risk and with risk comes uncertainty, but then also comes the joy and the special and the tender and the beauty that comes when you've come through the uncertainty. So the first tip is being willing to feel alive. And to me, feeling alive is being willing to feel it all and not be scared. Because if I talked, when you, I talk about the model, right? The feeling is the middle of it. So we have the circumstance, the thought and the feeling, but the feelings are just vibrations in our body that if we feel them, discomfort, scared, humility, um, pride, any of the things we feel and we're willing to go through that and let it come through us and not push it away. It doesn't stay. The thing that makes us become more uncomfortable and really um, in so much turmoil is that we try to avoid things and then we push those feelings down and we don't let those vibrations come out and they actually fester. That's what makes our heart begin to race faster to make us feel sick if we don't let those come out. And that's the discomfort being willing to feel it. I'd be like, that's okay. And that can be present. And this is what I want in life. I want to feel the discomfort so that I can go through it, that I can get to something greater, that I don't just stay in certainty. Because the second thing I want to offer in the discomfort is that I, what I, my response that I said to my daughter that I was like happy and I was sad. And I w- there was times that I was elated that I could actually be out running because um, obviously it's still tender. There, like up until two weeks ago, I didn't have permission to even do any kind of running. So to be out there running when I didn't even think that was possible was awesome. And then there was sadness when I had to like not try any of the obstacles for fear of having to start over my recovery. And just the sadness of knowing that in previous times, like letting my past thoughts really kind of fester in my mind of like being strong and being able, having an able body and have that. And, and all of that is me being human, right? Not, nothing is wrong with the happy and the sad and realizing that that's a part of it and accepting it and not thinking something's wrong with me because I'm sad or I should always be happy is just knowing that there's a balance and between that happy and sad is a spectrum of feelings. And that's the way it's supposed to be. And to, to accept that and honor that, I think that that's what helped me in the race because even though I'd have tears as I was doing things, I still was so happy at the same time. So we can have both. It doesn't just have to be either or. And the next thing is I think that we need is patience with ourselves, patience while we figure things out, patience while we try new things. And that's the thing that's hard is because that's the discomfort that brings out the uncertainty but it's discomfort knowing that we'll keep sticking with it until we figure out, till we elevate, till we grow, till we get to another level. And that's the thing. That's why there has to be patience because it's not going to come quick. It's not going to come fast. Maybe it will, but most likely not. And oftentimes, if we don't exercise that patience, then what happens is our courage begins to dwindle and our doubt comes out more. And that's the place where we stop doing it because we're like, this isn't going to work out, right? And so I want to offer you that patience is a big thing and is 
definitely thing, something that I'm working on that I have not mastered <laughs> in lots of areas. Everyone's like, you're going to learn so much patience with this. You're going to learn so much patience with it, like different experiences in my life. And I'm like, yeah, still learning. 46, well, I'm 45, almost 46 and still learning. So I don't know if that's encouraging or just being real, being a realist, but is that it's going to take patience. And I also think just take patience with ourselves to sit in the discomfort when oftentimes we just try to go avoid it or we try to have another feeling come in, we try to replace it or something like that. Just patience with ourselves to be able to sit and be there with it and not have to change it. And I think the last thing that would be super helpful and I know has been helpful for me is realizing that if we're not conscious of things and we're not trying to progress, that oftentimes our default is to avoid pain, it is to avoid humiliation, it is to avoid, avoid frustration. We, don't, we think doubt's not necessary, but we have to have doubt in order to have courage. All those things we try to avoid. And so when we decide to sit in discomfort, when we decide to feel those things, that's not necessarily natural for us, nor is it comfortable because it's not something we've done as much or we've tried to avoid it. So we have to realize that even the feeling itself will feel uncomfortable. And if something doesn't feel comfortable, our brain just naturally wants to go to help us find comfort. So we'll try to get rid of it. But that's the part where we have to realize, I'm just not used to feeling this. I'm just not used to doing this. But if I realize, again, through the model that it's our circumstance and then our thoughts are what create our feelings and our feelings create our actions, that we, if we can feel that, feel that feeling, it gives, and we're conscious of that feeling, we have enough of a pause before we take our actions. And that's a beautiful gift. And that's where we sit in the discomfort, knowing that we're choosing the discomfort and we can pause before we react in a way that we don't want to. We are more, we can respond in a way that we want to. So I want to offer all these things to you. It was beautiful this last weekend because not only did we have the race and I saw my sister and my sister-in-law doing things they no one had done the race before. So it brought out discomfort for everyone. Everyone got out of their comfort zone and they all pushed. And even the participants, I saw people there that I, I could tell were working really hard and it was uncomfortable. But the sense of accomplishment that comes when we do the discomfort to um, progress, to feel that accomplishment, to see ourselves, find that inner strength that comes and our mental toughness, all the things, it doesn't only just apply to you know, physical, like racing, it really applies to the mental work that we do, the emotional work that we do to really get the results that we want in our lives, because that is the essence of our dream. So if we aren't willing to feel the discomfort, we just stay in a smaller box, right? And that's what I started out telling you when my daughter was in the DR, is that is uncomfortable. I mean, sometimes they don't have water pressure. Sometimes they don't have the food she wants. They don't have, there's no AC, if the electricity goes out, there's no fans in the night, so you wake up sweating, all the things. And that's discomfort, but if you can learn not to go around it, but to learn how to go through it, so that means you have to feel it. That means you can't avoid it. That means you accept it and figure out how am I going to do this with patience? Like how am I going to have patience with myself? Because sometimes I'm going to go back to like my default where I just want to be done, right? How do I have patience to come back at it and try it again, try it a new way? All those things, when we do that though, that's the stepping stone for our life that we know that we can go through that. I mean, and I say that with my athletes all the time is that if you learn how to go through the pain, you can race at such a different level because 
you, we can't avoid the pain, not when we're doing like endurance racing, right? A pain, pain's going to be there. And so when people get, when the pain gets too high, they just stop, right? They quit. But I like to teach people that learning to go through that pain and that discomfort takes you to the next level. And I mean that in all of our lives, in relationships, right? When I have my clients that are working on relationships and it's easier to just be quiet, to withdraw, to not talk. I mean, easier in the moment. It seems like it's easier. Or to not try to work on things. But the discomfort of sitting with trying out something new and trying something to eventually have a relationship that is healthier and better, that to me is worth it. And with my with my clients with my food, like it's easy to go eat a sleeve of Oreos or go in the pantry and eat a bag of chips really fast just to hit that, hit, have that quick hit of dopamine because then it's reinforcing that craving. We do it over and over again. We feel better. But there's discomfort in sitting in the fact that, like, yeah, like I have a craving and normally I would go eat that. But I'm going to sit with this and know I'm going to allow myself to have this. It's eventually going to go away and I'm going to create new patterns for myself. And that's a beautiful and painful thing. But in the end, that's what elevates you. That's the stepping stone that you learn that you're like, Yeah, if I want to have a bigger life because our dreams aren't our reality yet, right? So if the currency to our dreams is discomfort, then we haven't reached that yet. So we have to learn this tool, learn to have discomfort, not shy away from it, accept it, realize it's not, it's not something to run from, that we can have all the emotions, that it's not either or, right? And it's this patience and it's this ability to realize that we're going to have to process emotion and go through emotion that we haven't before and we're maybe not going to be good at it. So we're going to have to try and, and try it again. So I want to offer that to you. I, I love that in life I'm continuing to learn and to progress and that there's opportunities in life for me. And it is my opportunity and it is only my choice if I want to miss out. And there's things that I'm allowed to have experiences where they're hard and it causes discomfort and it causes pain pain. I can either go through it, learn and become better, or I can try to avoid it, try to resist it. Still, it's still, that pain is still lurking somewhere from me, right? And I'm still trying to hide from it. Or I can just live a really small life and just not try anything, right? And that's not what I want. Like we get one chance to live and things are going to come into our life. And I I've tried this and I'm, I'm always continuing to try to be better at this, but I am showing up when there's discomfort and I'm learning the best way I can to go through it and to get to the other side. And whenever I do, and I've taken that opportunity, I up level my life one step closer. And the best thing is I get to know my truest self, my inner self that got me through that. That's the strength that I tap into. And I want to offer that to all of you. Get out there. You know, this is what this podcast is beyond your comfort zone. Realize that, in the discomfort zone and the uncertainty, there's beauty, there's growth. And I want that for you. I'll be back next week. Catch you later. Bye-bye. How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates your life? That is what we do inside Team Elevate. And I would love for you to come be a part of it. Some of the things that we do inside the team is we create meal plans that work for your life. I also help you create exercise plans. And if you have signed up for a race, we design a plan that will get you across the finish line. The other thing we do in there is weekly group coaching. We have an option for one-on-one coaching. We do live retreats. We do ski trips. We get together and celebrate 
the bodies that we have and the things that we can do in our lives. And inside there, when we begin to work on our food and our exercise and we strengthen our body and our mind, we see how it elevates the relationship we have with us. And in turn, it elevates all the other relationships in our lives. So if you are interested in being a part of this team, we would love to have you. You can get onto my website at camibanks.com. That's Cami with a K. Or if you just want to jumpstart your weight loss right now, you can jump onto my Instagram at camibankscoaching and grab my free meal plan. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to follow it so you never miss an episode. And I would love for you to rate and review it so others can find this and it can enhance their lives. And most of all, thanks for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.